Hey guys, you are listening to the Blonde Summit podcast. I'm Rosie. I'm here with Vicky again. Like I. Take two. Okay. Ready? Just get it out. Just get it out. You're listening to the Blonde Summit podcast. You're back here with Rosie and Vicky. What's up, guys? Today we are on episode two of our podcast. We are very excited. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We're going to be launching soon. I do have a little surprise for you, actually, <gasps> Vicky. We finally have an email address for the podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> are you ready? So, if anyone wants to email us any stories, we'd love to hear some crazy dating stories. We are going to be talking about some do's and don'ts of online dating as well later. So, if you have any tips, please email them to us at Blonde Summit Podcast. Cast, wait for it at hotmail.com <laughs> i got it we're old school here um so yeah blonde summit podcast at hotmail.com send us whatever I I'm, will, kind of, I'm a bit worried actually to see what people uh, say I, I was just about to say i will say something any unnecessary abuse please don't bother if you haven't got anything nice to say don't say it all right mm-hmm. um so how have you been yeah, I'm all good, while, Rosie. Yeah. I'm all good. It's been a bit hectic. Social life obviously has picked up now that we're allowed to go out. Yeah, and we are um... allowed outside now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's very excited. <laughs> yeah, same. I've been a little bit busy. I went to a few outdoor restaurants, Nando's, Wagamama's. Nice. It was very cold. Didn't like that. Yeah, no, but no. But the food is very yummy. Would go again with a jacket, but yeah. <laughs> would go again with the jacket. Why did you not wear a jacket to begin with? Well, I had um, a light denim jacket, but it was just much colder than we thought it was going to mm. be. It was quite like, um, it's just very windy. I mean, are we over this weather or what? I'm, I mean, I told you months ago I'm ready for it to be summer. I know, I know. Come on now. Blonde girl summer. Uh, coming up later today, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of online dating. For a little bit of celeb gossip, we're going to be sharing opinions on Kourtney Kardashian and her new boyfriend, Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also be mentioning a few other Kardashian stories. And I have another photo scandal to show Vicky that mm. she doesn't know too much about. So I'll be, I'll be sharing that again. I can't wait. So do's and don'ts of online dating. Obviously, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I made a small list of Mm -hmm. what I think are a few do's and don'ts, and I'll tell them to you, and you let me know if I'm way off. But can I just say, I'm no expert over here. No, but you have a bit of experience, and also you've chatted to a lot of friends who have been through a lot, that gave you a lot of advice. Yes, true, true. Come on, show us what you've got. So the first one, a do lots of pictures now when i say lots of pictures i mean just a good selection of photos of yourself of yourself so i think like we mentioned last week we said good to have some close-up photos and then good to have some long body shot photos as well Mm -hmm. so when there were times that i was on a few dating sites just messing about curious and i did see a few girls where literally it was basically the same pose same hairstyle about 10 selfies and they're all different photos but they probably looked it was pretty much the exact same photo I've got one word for you what boring boring i know <laughs> <laughs> that would get a no so am i right on that one Good. you are right the only little um point that i'll make on that ideally don't put pictures on a dating um app or website of you and your friends because that's one thing i definitely came across when i was um, going safe for someone's profile and they would have all these pictures of that person with their friends no individual picture and I'd be thinking well which one are you hon I think a lot of boys do that they don't yeah. really take selfies so they just have a lot of photos of groups of their friends which is terrible to put as the first photo because you could get excited about one of the guys in the photos and then just get disappointed as soon as you swipe to the next one can I just say I have been actually guilty of that <laughs> there was <laughs> Oops, <laughs> no TV. But um, no, I remember ages ago there was um, 
a guy I, I just matched with and uh, straight away I just messaged him and I said, um, I'm so sorry to say this, but um, is your friend single? Vicky. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, funny enough, I didn't get a response. <laughs> oh, but wait, wasn't there one guy who you kind of knew and you you kind of knew him from somewhere else and you found him on a dating website or app and then you messaged him to be like, who's your friend? And he contacted you or he gave you the number? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I, oh, there's only as much as I can spill without identifying who the person is. But um, yeah, yeah, I did. Um, that did happen. Okay, next one. Um, so it's a don't. No crazy filters or too much editing on your photos. Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, be as natural as possible. It's nice to, you know, to, to fade the wrinkles or, you know, just to smooth out. But I definitely say yes. Try and not have too many filters because when they meet you in real life, then they'll be like, whoa. I mean, yeah. You're you- HD. <laughs> <laughs> Like in real life, it's 4K. So, <laughs> well, I guess you can like choose where you meet up so you can pick a place for good lighting. But I'll tell you another thing. Oh my God. The worst is when a bloke uses a filter. Please do not do that. It is so unattractive. Yes, I get it. Girls do it all the time, but it does not look good. That tanned face, that pure white teeth. It's just too much. And a bloke needs to look natural. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of like that thing where men age so much more gracefully than girls. Absolutely. So just, yeah, be more natural, rugged. Oh, and I love a silver fox, mate. Mm, mm-hmm. Sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like every guy you date, they wake up in the middle of the night and you're trying to dye their hair to make them look older. <laughs> <laughs> no, the trick is to get a silver fox that's actually younger than you. Ooh, Okay. So next one is a do. When you're on a date, make sure the conversation is 50-50. So try not to talk too much about yourself. If you feel like you are doing that, ask him questions. Ask him or her questions. Um, And then the same way if you feel like they're talking a lot. Because you could just be nervous and you end up Mm -hmm. talking a lot. And you might think the date goes really well. And then you realize, actually... I don't know anything else about them. I ended up blabbing the whole time. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, From my own experience, to be honest, though, every time I went on a date, um, I was asking quite a few questions. So I didn't find myself talking too much, maybe because I was a bit nervous. It's not really my thing going on blind dates, to be fair. But yeah, I did actually let them speak more. And it's nice. It is nice to have that as you said, 50-50, nice balance to ask questions. And yeah, I did go on a date. I'll tell you this little story. I did go on a date and um, I was just not interested whatsoever. So I had no interest in telling this dude anything about my life. Like I just couldn't even be bothered. You just had a wall up as soon as you said hello. But kind, yeah, yeah, I probably did. So I literally ended up asking so many questions and I walked away knowing everything about him and he didn't know anything about me. That is interesting because now I feel like if I went on a date, I'd kind of keep an eye out for that. Like to be like, if they're asking too much about me, do they just not want to tell me anything? I don't, no, no, no. Because obviously a guy always, it is, okay, it's such a, um, what's the word? Here we go again. (laughs) She's thinking. (laughs) It's going to be good. (laughs) Dow it. I'll have a drink. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's such a, is it a stereotype, should I say, that the woman talks more than a man? Absolutely. Right? But I don't know. I, I feel like. When a man's asking you questions, I feel that's because they do want to know about you. I do think it's good. I feel like women are kind of used to being in a more catty world than guys are. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So they can kind of talk to people and get along with people or seem like they're getting along with people that they aren't actually interested in. Whereas men won't put up with that as much. So I feel like... If there's someone who is asking you, like a man is asking you a lot of questions, that is a good sign because he wants to get to know you more. And also, I had a few FaceTime dates, shall we say? Mm, yeah. And um, I can tell you exactly when they're not interested, when they've got to go. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when they literally cut that, like, that FaceTime within half an hour. Yeah, that's kind of long, half an hour. Oh, no. But I guess had... if it's an abrupt, like, well, okay, I gotta go. <laughs> no, I've never had anything abrupt. It was just one of them was half an hour. And I think I had another one that was for two hours. And yeah, you do you know what? You just get the vibe straight away because you either your conversation's either going to flow and you click. Or you just, it's just boring and you just don't know what to say. And it's the same chat as well. Yeah, I would be a bit worried about that because I feel like I'm the type of person who, so straight away, just the tone of my voice, my humor is very, I I say I have a dark humor, very sarcastic. And I feel like it takes people just a little while to understand me and get that I'm joking. So with online dating I feel like you have to almost be quick so you don't waste your time for people like me or similar where it's like oh no you need to get to know me a little bit more and then I'll open up and then you'll get me yeah I do yeah I agree but come on now I guess when if you do decide to go on online dating you have to be like well you got to put yourself out there a bit more yeah I feel like there's a level of what you're saying as well you're not going to go and tell them your deeper secrets are you well, maybe on the second FaceTime. <laughs> oh my God, Rosie. Don't be thirsty, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so my final one is a don't and it's don't play games. Now, if people want to just date around and, you know, all the fuck boys, all the fuck girls, whatever you want to do, the back and forth, that's fine. Do that. But for people who are actually serious and looking for a relationship, I would say try not to play games and get caught up in things because very early on in the relationship, there can be a lot of jealousy and there can be some trust issues if you're constantly winding each other up in the start, if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. I do agree. The only thing I'd say is, um, you know, at the beginning of it, you know, when you're talking to someone or even if you're seeing someone and then you think to yourself, am I supposed to keep talking to other people? I mean, would this come and bite me up in the arse? Or I just felt like, I don't know, for me, if I'm interested in someone, that's like it. You know, because I would hate if he was done to me, if I was interested in that person. And then say a year later, it came out that the first like couple months, that person was talking to someone else at the same time, because obviously you wasn't official or you wasn't serious. Yeah, you do have to like give and take a little bit with that. And you have to be a little bit lenient. You can't get all moody or get pissed off straight away. But I do feel like if you are interested in someone, then yeah, just cut them bitches out. (laughs) Yes, honey, if you want me, claim me. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 I'm only joking. I think that could be the episode name, if you want me, claim me. (laughs) If you (laughs) claim me, the streets are cold. (laughs) I love that quote. You introduced me to that. It was uh, Ricky Thompson. Is it Thompson? I think his name's Thompson. Um, Yeah, he's brilliant. He's on Instagram. He says it as it is, to be fair. He was all about the be about it or don't be about it. There's nothing in between. He should just run a country. With his dancing. Oh, does he dance? I just thought he comes up with this amazing... uh, really great sayings that oh, you need to watch his Insta- you, need to, you need to watch his instagram yeah he's he's great he's very funny but yeah some of the videos that he does um or reels shall we say they he does speak quite a lot of sense um but yeah he's very comical speaking of instagram um you can follow us at blonde summit on instagram and we're also blonde summit on twitter so follow us um get to know us Follow us, get to know us a bit more. We'll be posting clips from the podcast and any giveaways or any heads up on podcast news we'll be posting there as well. So do you have any do's and don'ts for me? Yes, I do. Do you want your phone? (laughs) (laughs) Right, so we've got, I've got some do's and don'ts. Okay, hit me. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't you're gonna give me a name okay so i do have some do's and don'ts when you do when if you are to meet someone from a dating app ideally for your own safety meet them in a public place first time yeah makes sense yeah um don't do it at your house ideally because you don't know who you're inviting in 
Um, what if, um, is that even the same for people where maybe you've been talking for a few months over the phone and on FaceTime? Oh, do you know what? I'm a little bit guilty on it because have I had a day in my house in the past? Yes, I have. But that was because of COVID times. So what is it to do in the winter? Yeah, I feel like a lot of, um, because of COVID, people have just been either going for walks or there has been a lot of FaceTime dates as well, I have noticed. Um, so we don't have that problem anymore. So nope. ideally, we recommend don't do that. Just go out, meet them in public, make sure you've spoken to them a good few weeks and you kind of gaze that they're not a catfish or they're quite a genuine person. Um, so yeah, next one. Do not sleep with them on the first date. <laughs> This is a big question, I feel like. Mm. Okay, uh, explain more. Okay, so they say, and when I say they, is the gods of love. (laughs) (laughs) So, is Venus the god of love? No, who is Aphrodite? Aphrodite is the goddess of love. Is it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, like uh, Greek, I think. I should know that. Oh, yeah, you're Greek. Oh, my God. Wait. The Google gods will uh, tell us. Okay, Aphrodite is an ancient Greek goddess associated with love, beauty, pleasure, passion, and procreation. So, yeah, perhaps. Yep. So what we we were saying about don't sleep with them on the first date. Do you know what? This is a tricky one. I've had friends, okay, that basically have slept with their person on the first date because they knew nothing was going to come out of it. So they kind of took advantage of the fact that they just wanted a nice little hookup for the end of the night. Do you think um, both parties knew that it might just be a hookup? I don't know. I don't know. I always feel in this situation there's always one person that likes the other more. Yeah. But at the same time, what I'd say is if the perception is that if you do sleep with someone on date number one, then the other person will think, oh does she do or does he do this with everybody so you come across like an slut um and also they think they don't take you seriously yeah i actually had this conversation recently with some friends where they said you know wait um it's like wait for three dates before you sleep with someone because apparently men this is what one person said men kind of think less of women if they're more willing to sleep with you straight away but i don't agree with that i feel like by the time you're in your like mid to late 20s and older by then you just kind of you know a bit more about people you know more about yourself and i think if you've taken the time to get to know someone a lot obviously i'm not talking about you know you end up sleeping with someone after matching with them an hour ago Mm -hmm. um but yeah if you're you know facetiming them getting to know each other and then you meet up in person sleep together you know as long as you're an adult both of you know what you're doing it's all consensual then that's fine so what you're saying after how many dates i think just the first date you could i actually think you could but Uh, it it depends if you've been talking for a while and you kind of do build up a friendship And, you know, maybe, you know, you have a drink, but, you know, both of you aren't completely wasted and it's not like Mm -hmm. an, oops, look what we did. Like, I think it's fine. I think, yeah, you do, you are, you are kind of right there. It depends on the people. It depends on the people. That's just about to say. But I think, so I, I think that's fine. But then I feel like if you're the type of person where you find yourself with a lot of people you're just sleeping with them on the first date then I think you should take a step back I mean if that's what you want to do and everyone's being safe and you're not hurting anyone's feelings then do that if that's what Mm -hmm. you want to do go for it none of my business I don't care but yeah I think if you want to be a bit more serious with people then get to know someone if you're a bit older you have a bit more experience then go for it yeah and I think it depends as you said it depends down to the person because they will already have a, an idea of what type of a person you are. So does it really matter? Not really. I guess, yeah, it just depends on the person. I'd love to hear what, what everyone else thinks. Have they had, um, like, you never know, they might have um, ended up sleeping with someone on the first date and now five years later they're married and have a family. I think that has definitely happened. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree awesome. that that's definitely, yeah, of course it must have happened out there. But I don't know. I've, I've been in a situation you know, where I've said I, I was very keen on the person and I've said, no, I'm not going to sleep with you. I actually put a bet for a thousand pounds. Oh my God. 
I put a bet for a thousand pounds and I said, I'm not going to sleep with you until after three months. And uh, guess who lost the bet? Oh my God, (laughs) I was going to ask you. Yeah, I think it was, I don't know, maybe a couple months or whatever it was. But if you're into that person, you're into that person. You kind of, I just wanted to make a point, you know, that wasn't going to be easy. And then after a few times, I was just like, oh, just give me the big D. You just couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> couldn't wait any longer. There was an episode, I think it was Sex in the City, but I can't remember. But basically, um, so whatever, one girl, don't know if it was Sarah Jessica Parker or not, but Carrie meets um, a man and she ends up saying that she won't sleep with him until at least maybe after 10 days. Oh, yeah, I remember and then they, they get to know each other and they're getting along really well and then as soon as she sleeps with him she just doesn't hear from him and then she speaks to someone about it and they say because you gave him a challenge you basically said like if you can get to this many dates with me then I'll have sex with you oh shit so you gotta be a little careful so maybe you said a little challenge for the guy you made I guess yeah. that is being kind of hard to get because you basically just said you know yeah I'll have sex with you but not until five years from now <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine imagine a random person like found you on like whatever the newest social media app is and is like hey remember me you said you'd sleep with me after like 10 years if you were single (laughs) what a compliment though i know i know but um yeah i feel i feel like it depends what people are out there to to do and if you want to go and have a bit of fun, go and have your bit of fun as long as the other person's not getting too attached and, you know, you're not giving a false idea that it might turn into a relationship, then that's fine. And as you said, as long as both people know what this is, then you're good. But um, I was right and wrong in these days anyways, you know? I just feel like it doesn't have to be, I know it's do's and don'ts that we're doing right now and maybe I might be contradicting ourselves for saying this, but sometimes you just meet a person and you just go with the flow and he either works out or he doesn't, you know, and it's just nice Mm. to keep it simple. Yeah, definitely. Next one. Well. Did you not do your homework? (laughs) (laughs) I've got a question for you. Okay. So how long after meeting a new partner would a person first tell them, I love you? What would you reckon? Uh, Should I give you options? Yes, give me options. Okay. Less than three months, four to six months, six to 12 months, more than a year. And before you answer, actually, this was on a quiz show that I watched recently and um, I got it wrong. So let's see what you think. Okay, um, well, there's a few things that come into fact. Why are you giving me your phone? Do I have to read that? <laughs> no, it's just the options. <laughs> Sorry, I'll take it back. If you, you're good then if you remember. Well, I think a few things come into account because it's like, well, maybe, you know, you're long distance, so you don't see each other that much. Or maybe you're the couple that sees each other every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are certain people that they seem to fall in love very quickly and move from relationship to relationship Mm -hmm. quickly and they're very quick to say I love you um but I think if you see each other maybe let's say twice a week I would say at about the three month mark I would say you could say I love you Mm -hmm. it's not the year one it can't be huh what's the answer it cannot be the year one actually was less than three months oh okay the answer what did you say and that was um according to a 2017 yougov survey that they done i would say because three months 12 weeks chatting it's someone you don't know you met them you started dating you're going over to each other's houses maybe you're hanging out maybe twice a week i think at about three months if you want to say it, do it. <laughs> yeah. It's a tricky one. And um, so what did you say? You're like, well, oh, after like five years, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I, did, I thought I thought it was going to be four to six months, really, because I feel like the first few months you get to know that person. And even three months, do you honestly know that person like really well? No, you don't. I don't think you do. Um, You've got a good idea of of what they're like and this and the other. But I mean, I don't know. As you say, it's different for di- for different people. Some people could just say it straight away and that's it. Then you, you know, love at first sight. I get that. But for me, 
And I kind of like want to be sure before I throw that word around on the same breath. However, mm-hmm. <laughs> have I said love you? Have a nice day as a uh, throwaway comment. Ooh, yes, maybe I have had. Testing the water. Yeah. I remember um, me and my friend, we were about 14 or 15 and she kind of had a little boyfriend and they were chatting on MSN and she'd get really excited because she wrote, he wrote love you, but he wrote L-O-V-E and not L-U-V and it was big. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, no. I, I feel like sometimes girls, maybe boys, do. I, I'd love to hear from boys to see, do they overanalyze things like that as well? Because I just think we go too far. We get a whole yeah, investigation team <laughs> to oh find the hidden, so <laughs> the hidden meaning, the hidden meaning behind a sentence or a photo <laughs> or a story. Oh my God, we're absolutely psychos. <laughs> and guys are just like, oh, I just liked your photo. I thought she looked nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he definitely wants to marry You me. drive us crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. We do overthink things, but um, oh God, I don't know. I don't know. It's that, it's that little awkward stage. And then do you know what terrifies me? I'll tell you. What if you what if I say it and then he doesn't say it back? Oh or the other way around. What if he says it well that if that person, not just me or whoever, but what if they say it and then the other person doesn't? Um, well, I remember so obviously I've only had the one boyfriend, but we knew each other for a few years beforehand. Um, but yeah, when we were saying, I remember, I think, I can't remember who said it first. It might've been me, but I remember, no, it was me. So at the time I remember thinking, I love him and I don't care if he doesn't love me yet, but I'm going to tell him that I love him. Oh my God. I love that. I know. So I I think if you, if you, if it's been a while and you really feel like you're getting to know someone, because you can love someone and be in love with them and you don't have to know everything about them. You don't have to live with them and spend time with them every day. Obviously, if you met them, you know, going back to sleep with someone on the first date and the next morning morning you're lying next to them, you can't just be like, I think I love you. Like, that's not good. But <laughs> if you've been dating them for a while, if um, you're really building that friendship and you're just really getting to, you know, you're just falling in love with each other. If you're not sure if the other person is going to say it back, I just think just say it because you just, you don't know. Maybe they'll say it back. Maybe not. I remember, I think when I said, I love you to my boyfriend first, I think, I think he actually didn't say it at first because I was going through like a bit of a hard time in my life. I remember thinking, I remember thinking, oh my god he really cares about me i Mm. i love him for this i'm in love with him and i said it to him he didn't say it back and i remember i i hugged him and i kind of just rolled my eyes because i was like oh god awkward he's not saying anything back (laughs) but then he he looked at me and was like because i think he thought because i was a bit emotional that i was just saying that Mm. but he he said i no i I do love you rosie like i love you i don't care if you don't love me because i'll say it to you i love you oh my god are you too jealous stop (laughs) it you're just like so cute 18 19 um but yeah so i think just it can't i don't know i guess can i say something yeah i just feel like some people are not great with words and they might be a little bit over like i speak for myself I'm a little bit overprotective and I just feel like if I was to say it, I give a little bit of myself to that person. I completely agree with what you've just said. Yeah, no, I, I get you as well. I agree what you've said, but it's just, I don't know. I just, okay, sorry. Let me go, let me backtrack. I would be, I am probably a little bit overprotective of my emotions and, you know, I've had a bit of a hard time recently. Not recently, it was about a year ago. And uh, I find myself that I'm actually a little bit, I'm, I'm protecting myself. And at the same time, I would say that actions speak loud in the words because you could like, like show someone that you love them by what you're doing for them or how affectionate you are being with them rather than just saying the words. Yeah. I think also when you're younger and you first start getting into relationships, I think 
you see it with young girls like they love to after a few days as soon as you agree you're going out with someone the relationship status changes to like in relationship and I think just as you get older you don't care too much about that you kind of understand no it's just a relationship I'm going to get to know someone it's Mm -hmm. not as stressful whereas I think saying I love you it's like it is a big deal but I think when you're younger all those things where it's sex for the first time saying I love you um when they leave like when you're first chatting to someone Mm -hmm. like a crush and they leave kisses when they say goodbye like everything is like really amplified when you're younger but yeah I think just take your time when you're ready the other thing I'd say you know like you know when you prolong something and you just think oh I might as well just say it because you have your phone calls and then you're like okay I guess we say goodbye (laughs) as as in normally you'll be like okay love you I'll speak to you in a bit and then it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll speak to you in a bit. <laughs> I guess so. Well, I feel like back to being kind of like when you're younger, I feel like you say, love you. And then you wait for them to say it. But then saying, I love you. That's different. That is so different. Yeah. What about saying I love you if you're drunk? I mean, how much are we going to say that when you're drunk, you speak the truth to, oh, she said it or he said it because he was just drunk. Ah. Um, I don't believe the whole when you're drunk, it's like a truth serum, but I mean, it can be true. Yeah, I would say the majority, the majority of the time, if someone is drunk and they say like, I really like you, I love you. Like, yeah, there's some truth there. So I wouldn't completely deny their, um, admitting their love for you mm. just cause they're drunk. Um, But yeah, that is like bad timing. Yeah, I probably agree. I feel like if you're going to say it and mean it, just avoid the alcohol and don't do it like that on the first time. You kind of like want to make it, I don't know if I'm I'm soppy or what, or like I live in the dream world, but I feel like when you say to someone that you love them for the first time, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to me. I'm trying to think of it now. I guess I never really had to think about it, but um, I don't know if I was to imagine it kind of in a romantic way, I guess when you think the timing is right and you've gotten to know each other more, maybe before you say goodbye, like before they leave, you could just be like, oh, um, I love you. And just see what they say. Hopefully they don't just walk out the door. <laughs> they're gone. They, didn't even, they didn't even hear you. <laughs> hopefully the guy or girl will like hug you and kiss you and be like, I love you too. That's the dream. I know. I know. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm interested to see what people think. Well, you've got all our bloody social media <laughs> access now, thanks to Rosie. Yep. And um, yeah, drop your thoughts and whatever. And let's see, let's see what people think about it. They write in. We're like, you girls have no idea what you're talking about. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm ready for a celeb little juicy, a little um, a little story. Hit me Not up. Not a story. Okay. Hit um, me up. So the last couple of months, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker have been a very very like hot and sexy new it couple lately right can you just give me a little bit of a backstory were they friends beforehand like what's the deal i don't know so he is like a musician rock star um tattoos everywhere not really her usual type Mm -hmm. if i'd admit so what i think is megan fox and machine gun kelly oh my god yes what a sexy couple i am in love with them i just grew up loving megan fox thinking she was gorgeous and if you actually listen to like um any interview she does she's actually pretty wise in the entertainment industry she was treated quite badly and she kind of points out certain things and it uh she's pretty cool she's cool chick but her and machine gun kelly have been dating Mm -hmm. and they like post so many things on social media like just shoving their love in everyone's faces for all to see okay so i'm bringing up um i'm gonna read an Instagram post that Megan Fox put up and it's a picture of her and Machine Gun Kelly in towels, wet hair, and she says, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. Bit cheesy. Mm-hmm. Another photo she posted, she said a little poem. She says, there goes my heart, 
manifest outside my body, draped in the towering silhouette of a most unusually handsome boy. It's a bit much for me. Bit much. Megan Fox has always been that kind of... A lot of people would compare to like Angelina Jolie mm-hmm. in her younger days, a bit kind of reckless, a little bit weird, a little bit dark, kind of sexy hot chick. Um, so I kind of feel like Courtney and Travis Baker, like if you see some of the stuff they're putting online, it's pretty raunchy. Like um, he's posting a lot of like butt pictures of her. Yeah, I've seen that one. Um, there's a really weird one of her like sucking his thumb. Oh, no, I don't know if you've seen, seen that. that it's one. weird. It's weird. Um, but also, I think kind of when they first went public, she actually, so Courtney actually left a note for Travis Barker and he posted it on his story on Instagram. And he said, or sorry, Courtney said, to lots of fun adventures, may we destroy each other completely. Love, Courtney. Now, from that note alone, mm-hmm. Isn't she trying to be the next Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? Did uh, Megan Fox and Machine um, Gun Kelly, did they start dating first? Yes, I'm pretty sure they were dating first. They started getting a lot of attention. And I just feel like Courtney with the Kardashians, I feel like they always need some kind of storyline. They always want to seem like they're wanted by men because that just... You know, if you're this gorgeous, sexy, fabulous woman and all these men are drooling all over you, that just kind of makes other girls want to be like you buy your products it's all part of the marketing kardashian machine so i feel like they are purposefully throwing themselves out into the public eye more and trying Mm -hmm. to be this hot new sexy reckless it couple that's the vibes i'm getting what do you think i feel like you know i'm not sitting here thinking that their love is not real and all of that but it is a little bit much and you know what what's the painful thing about it if it doesn't work out is against in the public eye and then they have to deal with that yet again yeah they might be used to it because they've been in the public eye all these years but why do you have to be so extreme why do you have to announce it to the world is it a dig for the exes possibly is it for attention Attention from who, though? For the media, for the media, because the media picks up on it and instantly they'll promote you. You'll get more searches on Google. People will check out your Instagram page, anything, TikTok, whatever. They'll see what you're selling, what you're advertising. Oh, God. Just once your name is mentioned, people will look for you. That world is just filthy out there. I know. Yeah, that whole kind of posting a bit too much on social media, like do what you want to do. But I did know a girl growing up in school and on Facebook, like nearly every day she would confess her love to her boyfriend and they broke up. They might have been Mm. dating a year or two. They broke up and then literally a few months later, she had a new boyfriend and she was posting every day again, confessing her love to this new guy. And she did that for a few years with a few different people. And I just kind of thought, for me, I would have kept that stuff private because if that new person you're with is seeing what you used to say, I don't think that's good because they're like, well, you said that about other people. What makes me so different? Or you you might get very jealous and picky. Like if I was a girl, I'd be like, well, you said all these nice things about Mm -hmm. this girl and you didn't say as nice things about me and let the world know about me as much. So I do agree. I would definitely not rush to be posting on my Instagram, you know. And also with my ex, it was what we were together for about five years or whatever. And um, I had loads of pictures of from holidays. And obviously, you know, it didn't work out. We broke up and everything. And Rosie... I literally had to sit, I sat there for like an evening and then the following day, deleting about 800 pictures from my Instagram, from my Facebook, changing all like the statuses and all of that. And I just think to myself, oh my God, I've literally wasted when I could be out with my friends drinking or sunbathing or whatever. And I just literally, it was just painful. It was so painful having to delete all these pictures. Not painful because, oh my God, I'm upset. It was just literally, my thumb was hurting. But it was... (laughs) physically painful it's not worth it it's just like really but would i post again on instagram about my loves or or, you know or who i'm with and good times yeah of course i will but oh god if it doesn't work out i will literally have to hire someone just to like just get them off i'll do it for you i got your back for free (laughs) for free oh well there you go thanks raising no props Um, continuing with our Kardashian news, um, not that we know anything about American politics, but 
Caitlyn Jenner has filled in some documents and she is running for California governor, I think. Hey, we go. Um, so Caitlyn Jenner, she is a Republican, which usually if you're in the transgender community or any kind of LGBTQ+, you're usually more liberal. Can you, let me stop you there for one okay. second. Can you just tell our audience, I can't even say that, audience. Thank you. Um, can you just tell them who is Caitlyn Jenner? Because oh. some people might not know. Okay, so Caitlyn Jenner is, so a few years ago, um, Caitlyn Jenner was actually Bruce Jenner. So he was the dad of Kendall and Kylie Jenner. And Bruce at the time, I'll refer, when I speak in the past, I'll say Bruce. So Bruce was on the Kardashian show. He was the dad. He was married to Chris. He was great. But yeah, so it was really big in the media a few years ago because Bruce Jenner announced that in her entire life, she felt like she was... She just she just felt like she had a feminine side, I guess. And she felt like she wasn't her true self until she became Caitlyn Jenner. I think that's the simplest way that's we can say good- it. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. So um, a few years ago, Bruce Jenner transitioned to Caitlyn Jenner. Um, so if you are confused of the names, that's who that is. So it is a bit strange for someone in that community to be Republican. Also, Caitlyn Jenner is actually on the older side. She is, you know, probably in her mid to late 60s now, if not mm. pretty much 70. A lot of people don't like her political views. A few years ago, there was this when Caitlyn Jenner first came out. She was, she had a very infamous interview with Ellen, and Ellen DeGeneres is obviously one of the most famous lesbians in the world. Everyone loves Ellen. And I think she boldly asked Caitlyn, What do you think? about gay marriage and Caitlyn Jenner actually said something along the lines of well I'm more traditional so that's not really for me and she said but if that piece of paper means a lot to you then okay yeah I'm fine with it and everyone was shocked to be like well you're asking everyone to accept you Mm. but you're gonna have a problem with two people who love each other marrying just because they're the same sex um, so I will be very interested to see how far this campaign goes. I mean, Donald Trump was, was elected, so I would not be surprised if Caitlyn Jenner became the governor of California or got some kind of political position in the state. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. I don't think she'd go as far. I mean, she might run for president, but I think most of those Republican votes and liberal votes, I just feel like because of her stance on a few issues it's quite opposite of what you would think that Mm. she would kind of really agree with so i think that's going to be very confusing because america they're very right or left a lot of people are interested in politics over there especially the last few years a lot of young people are much interested in politics so much people registered to vote in the last election but yeah i'm i'm interested i'm i want to hear her speech i want to see what changes she wants to make best of luck to her but it is um it's an interesting move for her very interesting so i want to know when are we going to know when is the end date do we know let's have a little look Okay, so apparently I'm reading that the earliest an election would be held is sometime in November. Oh, wow. So we've got some time. So sometime, so throughout the summer and then obviously after summer leading up the last couple of months before election day, there'll be a lot of crazy campaigning. You're going to see a lot of speeches, a lot of appearances from Caitlyn Jenner. So if anything newsworthy happens, we can uh, keep you updated with the story. I do wonder if Kris Jenner is going to support her. That is interesting actually i like that you brought that up i think i watched some clips of one of the newest episodes of the kardashian season and it was where i think caitlin's friend sophia mm-hmm. called chris jenner saying like would you ever want to manage caitlin again she wants to do more with her career what do you think she should do and chris was she was unsure whether or not she should manage caitlin again because obviously at the time years ago when they were married and chris was married to bruce jenner mm-hmm. she would also manage him the the Kardashians and Jenners are very they're a very tight-knit family they don't say anything bad about one another Mm -hmm. so I think they'll just kind of quietly support say like we support her and like whatever she wants to do but I mean they love any kind of attention so yeah it's a win-win for them space I guess it's a win-win for them anyway so you've got a picture to show me I have another shocking photo for you. Oh my God, I'm ready for it. Last week or so, I think Zac Efron did an interview. Love him. 
I love him. He's known for being very cute. High School Musical, and then he got really buff, and he was. Um, he's short though, isn't he? He's quite short in real life, apparently. Probably not I that I mind about short people, tall people, whatever. But he might be kind of average, possibly more on the shorter I side. Think he's quite- so Zac Efron, he's from is the film Bad Neighbors with Seth Rogen. Yeah. That Charlie St. Cloud, like he, he was, he's in the new Baywatch films. Big actor, known for really working on, on his physique. Apparently, he wants to be taken more seriously for some more roles maybe even be in quite a big superhero franchise but he does have that kind of a five foot eight sorry guys i've just had to google that because (laughs) maybe the height and maybe he doesn't have like a crazy structured masculine face Mm -hmm. he kind of does because he works out a lot so a photo went around online, everyone crazy because he either looks like he had a lot of surgery or maybe he's on a lot of steroids. I'm going to show Vicky a couple of photos of Zach before and then a photo of Zach now, the photo right. everyone's going Let's crazy over. Yep, love him. Beaut. That was a picture from before. Um, I'm just showing Vicky him on Baywatch. This is where I don't think he had anything done to his face, but he's very like ripped. That was a recent, within the last couple of years, he would have filmed that movie. Yeah natural i say natural yeah obviously he's got very shredded but okay now she's gonna look at a kind of a before and after oh no so um i guess there's much more of a wider jaw a new kind of beauty treatment is a lot of women are getting i know well you don't know it could be like it is like kind of a freeze frame it looks like it's from a video but his face his jawline does look a lot bigger more defined um that is a procedure men can do if um they maybe have a bit of like a weak chin or jaw and they want to improve the look of that at first, when I thought about it, because um, I think people do, you know, you'll see a, a Photoshop picture of a celebrity and people go, oh my God, look at all the surgery they have when obviously it's Photoshopped. But here, straight away, I thought he's, he could just be on some kind of steroids because he does keep very, very fit. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How a do you lo- know he's a done- lot of people are saying it's filler. How, how would you know this is filler? Like, I'm not very good with stuff like this, but... There there are procedures that men can get done to basically give them that kind of uh, more masculine even, jawline. This doesn't even look real, though. That's the thing. Like, do you reckon someone has edited this picture? I don't think so. Yeah, it has been, it's been circulated. I've heard about it. I haven't seen it. This isn't the first time. Do I like him like this? No. It's a bit much, yeah. Oh, Zachy boy, what but, have you done to yourself, I mean, eh? At the same time... Like, I don't want to be a hypocrite and say like, oh, you know, girls, if you want to get something done, then just do it. Don't care what anyone else thinks. If you want to do it, if you're doing it just for you, go for it. But men, yeah, I guess you do have to be careful. I have seen before and afters of men where they might get like a slight, like a nose job. Um, another popular procedure in recent, recent years is beards have become very popular again. So they're getting hair transplants, but to have more facial hair. Um, but yeah, that is a procedure for men and women to get like your jawline done, to give you a more structured jawline. To be fair, I've got a couple of friends that, that they like to have a couple touch-ups here and there, you know, a bit of Botox. And as long as they keep it natural, like I didn't I couldn't even tell to be honest that they've had anything done they just look a little bit more fresh and that's fine to do that but you know I've had my lips done and I want to get a little bit of Botox on the old forehead just to freshen mm-hmm. up a bit but yeah I don't know about Zach Efron I don't, not, not for me it is difficult because we don't want to say we don't want to say yeah women can do whatever they want when it comes to that and then say men shouldn't do it oh no don't get me wrong there's so many women out there that they've put so much filler on the lips and the frozen like this ice age it's and it does look ridiculous like people need to just i don't know i don't know it's such a big topic this because you get so many factors about it for example people are not confident so they do it for confidence people just do it because they do like that specific look so they're gonna go for it like people say to me all the time you know like you don't need botox or you don't need to do fillers on your lips i wanted to get my lips done because i was conscious of my top lip for quite some years and i got it done and i'm so happy and it still looks very natural like my own mum didn't even realize i had my lips done so you know and i just feel like it depends to that person but i don't know yeah um a few years ago i had a small bit of filler in my nose just to straighten it out 
Um, and I did prefer it that way. It's kind of the thing with filler is it always a little bit always stays, even if you get filler dissolved. I, it's something to do with like the scar tissue. It's still there's still always a little bit there. So filler, if you get filler on a regular basis or however often your dermatologist or whatever tells you to come and see them, it can actually be a, it seems like it's like Mm semi-permanent, but it can be a permanent solution because there can be a buildup of filler where it layers and it can like correct problems. Like if you want to fix your nose or maybe there's a few, there's a lack of volume. Um, but I also think my opinion on like filler and Botox is you shouldn't try to use it to reshape your face. It's really more about airbrushing. That's how I see filler and Botox. And that's if you're just kind of using it to kind of just airbrush a few features, then that's where people won't notice you've had anything done. But they'll be like, oh, you look very good lately. You've been looking um, nice. I'm going to have to disagree with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, surgery is one thing, but fillers and Botox, I think is a bit more of airbrushing listen the place that i go to and they done my lips okay i've got them on my instagram and if anyone's interested they're amazing and i'm more than happy to tell you who they are um so just dm us and ask the question but um i do disagree because i have seen their work right and some of the girls where they've had like a crooked nose or they've had no cheekbones whatsoever and they've put that filler in and he has changed their face do they look better than before yes they do but in the same breath again are they girls there that they don't need that and they're just doing it for the airbrush feel yeah fair enough but does it change if if Botox and filler changes someone's face? I'm not against it as long as it's an, a positive improvement and it's not bloody ridiculous or mahusive or yeah. duck lips quack. I, I agree. I actually um I was watching Holly Madison actually on YouTube. She's from the Girls Next Door. She was one of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends. Oh yeah. Um and she had a bad job done on under her eyes. She got some under eye filler and she doesn't like it. And she gave a tip though for anyone who is. Looking looking to get any filler which I agree with and it's there's lots of different types of filler so if it's your first time you know ask the doctor whoever's doing it for you maybe pick a filler that will actually dissolve faster because you can get filler that lasts a really long time but if you're unhappy with the results and you want to get it dissolved it can be really hard to remove and dissolve all that filler and Botox you can't dissolve at all so just be very careful maybe choose a filler that would dissolve quicker just in case you run into any problems or you're unhappy with the look yeah and start small you know just go for yeah yeah. start small there's no reason you need to go all out straight away and just see how you get on um the one thing i definitely advise is just do your research and just make sure that you feel confident you've read reviews of where you're gonna go and get it done and then go for it girl yeah oh boy another tip i guess would be so you might be going to a place that all of your friends they have these amazing lips and they get lip fillers in this place and you Will be, could be like great I want to get my under eyes done but you don't know if that same person who's giving them amazing lips can also do amazing work for your eyes so just be careful you go just do your research and maybe start slow and then if you're more comfortable and you like how you look then you can go into maybe longer lasting fillers that's my only tip yeah just don't overdo it but again who are we to say because some people they love overdoing it and they love that look and so to me I'm like this good for you some that's people- what you like, some people say i want to look really fake i love it. i want big lips big hair big boobs everything go for it go for it exactly hey guys so you have been listening to blonde summit podcast um thank you so much for listening yes it would be really helpful if everyone could give us five stars Please. and review the podcast because it really helps the outreach and helps us grow we'll be back again next week see, see you, you next, next tuesday, tuesday.